welcome to Drunk Valorant, episode number 68. Um, yeah, it's the, the speed limit of sex. 68 miles an hour. <laughs> I you can't get too before. excited already. Because, uh... <laughs> I mean, I, I'm sure that's a joke that Cass did not make up on the spot, but it's, it's a good one. Mm-hmm. I hadn't heard it. Oh my goodness. Well, what do you mean I didn't make that up on the spot? Did you? I mean, I didn't, but like, <laughs> no, you, I was going to say you didn't get any credit for that. I think no I way. think you would have said it more excitedly if you had made uh, it. Like, I feel like I would have been able to tell. If okay. It was a <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because it wouldn't have been as funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not what I was saying. I swear. Alrighty, Chase. What do you got in hand? I heard you getting up to go get a beer. Yeah, yeah. I just stopped at a, a different uh, liquor store on the way home today. Um, so I was hoping they'd have a couple different things than usual, which they did. Um, so today I'm drinking an R&B Brewing Co. Vancouver Special IPA. Ooh. Now, you might be like, oh, yeah, just a Vancouver Special because, you know, Vancouver is so special to me and to everybody mm-hmm. that lives here, you know. But no, that's not what the <laughs> Vancouver Special is. Um, the Vancouver Special is actually a type of house um, that was built in like the seventies in Vancouver. And I'd say about one in 20 houses in Vancouver in certain areas, maybe in certain areas, probably way more than that. Actually in certain areas, it's like every fucking house. Yeah. Are a Vancouver special house. And it's a specific floor plan and like facade and look to these houses that you like, are like, that's a Vancouver to do them all the same way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like they just built a million houses in this exact same pattern um and it's called the vancouver special so like mm. you'll just go into someone's house and you'll be like oh i know the entire floor plan of this house <laughs> that's funny because mm-hmm. wow. they're all the fucking same but yes so yeah. th- this is a um apparently the vancouver special house is big and sturdy and that is what they claim about this ipa which is hop mm. dominant with pacific northwest hops uh it's kind of your like typical like hoppy ipa but it's good it's uh very refreshing and not like t- too heavy so good, good. You, you like yeah. taste the hops but in like a nice like brisk way well this might this might make a little Sounds sense tasty. to hunter because uh a hunter actually has been to my place in dc um but like every house on my block has the exact same like layout it's just if you're if you're an even mm-hmm. number versus an odd number the layout's mirrored um, oh, yeah, because your your family lives in a, a townhouse, right? Yeah, yeah you call that. Townhouse, um, yeah. and so I I remember like some neighbors were over for dinner one night, um, and one of the one of the guys steps up to like go to the bathroom, and my mom was giving him directions to the bathroom, and he's like, "Oh no, I I know where it is." <laughs> like, no, 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 no worries. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, that's great. Which yeah, yeah, I just thought it was really funny because he's like, he's like, yep, I also live in an in um in an even numbered house. Like we have the exact same layout. But yeah, it, it's also cool when you go and see the inside of your neighbor's house. Like, you know, if they, I I guess Hunter again can understand this a bit better. But like, basically, you walk into my house. There's a big staircase that goes upstairs, but then there's like three rooms kind of stacked one next to another. Um, and our family chose to go living room, dining room, kitchen. But oftentimes you'll see, like, I've been to my neighbor's houses and they'll do, like, you know, 
like dining room, living room, kitchen, or whatever, you know, and like change the order up mm. and like where all the the stuff is, which is is just kind of interesting. Um, yeah, but yeah, that's all I got on that. I, yeah, like, I, wow, had this the... house has done way worse than mine. Well, wow, thank God I live in my house. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can yeah, have your I... elitist opinions on it. I mean, my house is pushing 130 at this point. Yeah, but the DC special doesn't have a beer. Old? No, it doesn't. Yeah. And I don't really know if it's a special. It's just a townhouse. <laughs> <laughs> there you have it. I have had right, the well... beer. Well, I was going to say, I have had the beer chases drinking, and uh, it's. Yeah, it's it's very good. Refreshing for an IPA, almost. Mm. Sounds delicious, but probably not as delicious as what I'm drinking, which is uh, imported from Canada. Uh, oh. Yeah, it's uh, a. Yeah. I'm drinking my last Canadian beers. Uh, I have one Widowmaker, and then that Jelly Bean beer, which is uh, I'll, I'll maybe dis- I'll maybe discuss it when I uh, crack it, depending on where we are in the podcast. But it doesn't really taste like jelly beans. Whereas the Widowmaker tastes exactly like a Widowmaker. No, it's just, it's just fantastic. It's just such a good beer. Yeah, I love it. It's. I almost brought a Widowmaker to this podcast. And last minute... That would have been funny if we had the same beer. Yeah, last minute decided to go a different route. Which I'm glad you did. Or I'm glad I did. So you mm-hmm. can have your, your standalone. Yeah. Um, got, got, well, I, I know that the podcasters have heard i guess we're the podcasters i guess the listeners yeah. have heard my opinion and chase's opinion on the Widowmaker, but i don't know if they've heard yours yet well i uh i love it it's a uh, refreshing um it has like some nice hoppiness but it's not crazy strong on the hops and i'm okay with crazy strong on the hops but like it makes it easier to drink the fact that it's it's kind of a nice balance of like punching you in the mouth but not knocking you out i guess, <laughs> I guess is how to say it um yeah and it just has a really nice um i guess mouth feel and like aftertaste it's just like such a good beer um i wish i could be like more specific but uh i, like I actually it got in an argument last night um with one of my friends about the best hazy ipa in bc dead of night and my my argument was okay dead of night but like my argument was widowmaker mm-hmm. um which I, I honestly don't even remember what his was. It was so stupid. So <laughs> PBR. Yeah. Yeah. This best hazy IPA. Yeah. The PBR. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It, it was something that's a, a good beer for sure. Um, actually, no, I do remember it was uh, whatever Fernie Brewing Co's is. Um, oh, hit the deck. Yeah. He was saying that it hit the deck was his, was the best. Um, but I think like Widowmaker is just so fucking good. It really fucking is. Good. And Dead of Night is just a Widowmaker with different hops, so. Yeah, yeah but, we but we have a lot of disagreement on this podcast, but this is one area where we're <laughs> of one mind here. Um, well, speaking of hazy IPAs, I'm actually drinking a, a quite quite a good one. Now, I don't know, it, it definitely would not give Dead of Night a run for its money, but it, it might give the Widowmaker a run for its money. Um, I would still probably pick Widowmaker over it, but like, the sake of argument, let's say that they're even. Um, I've had it before on the podcast. It's the uh, Small Gods Brewing Co. Rascal King. Um, yeah, it's. I'm sure I've read out the description already, but uh, yeah, basically juicy citra, 
Complex Mosaic, and Tropical Azaka. Mm. Very good. Um, yeah, I was... I hadn't seen any small gods in, like, the, um, the four packs uh, at the liquor store by my house. And I was looking through the individual cans section because Tony asked me to grab my beer. Um, and I didn't see anything new and exciting that, like, I was interested in trying. Um, so I made my way over to the, the four-pack section, which I usually don't peek at all that regularly because it's, it's a bunch of, like, flagship stuff. They just have, like, you know, several different local breweries, flagship beer um, stacked up there. But uh, this was the first time I I saw this sold in a in a four-pack, so I was like, fuck it. Like, let's go for that instead of the Widowmaker. Um, well, and it's a significantly better deal to buy stuff in a four-pack than it is to buy the single can. Oh, yeah. For Backcountry, I'm not sure. Backcountry is too um, close. Superflux no, is. is very close. I think that because buying four cans is usually around twenty five dollars. Yeah, and uh, you know, buying a four pack, I guess yeah, you're probably okay. at like about twenty bucks. No, I guess so. Right. It's not that big of a difference. Yeah, but well, I, I spent twenty three today, and that was getting four the four pack for me, and then the one for Tony. Yeah. So your math adds up. Yeah, yeah. So you guys can see how fucking stupid beer prices in Canada. Oh yeah. Yeah. Although, like, we did discuss that in the states, like, craft beer price is kind of comparable, which is crazy. Yeah. And also, your pen is really USD. just cheap. Yeah. And you're like, it's still five dollars for a a craft beer. Mm-hmm. That's fucked. I'd say like, yeah. I don't know. At least the last time I was in DC, I'd say like around four and four to four and change is more average for uh yeah the uh can yeah, unfortunately the beer the brewery that's closest to me is on the pricey side and there, there's a more like uh <laughs> five bucks but yeah typically I, I would agree with Cass that you can often find them for like four but you also you're paying an american set canadian so like yeah i mean four americans like 50 canadian so you know <laughs> yeah yeah um all righty uh some about some valorant stuff um this is probably going to be a longer topic. I don't know. We'll 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 see how much each of you guys has to say about this. But uh, just wanted to discuss our our opening opinions on the agent we've been each respectively forced to play this act. Yeah, I mean we're a week yeah. in, right? We're uh, just about a week in. Um, if it's like five days. So, oh yeah, yeah. If even. Four days. Four days. Four days? Wow. Yeah. Okay, it's just getting worse. Less <laughs> wow. like my original point. But call it a week. Call it a weekend. Yeah. Um, Do we want to really quickly summarize what the challenge is in case some people have forgotten? I know we yeah. haven't. Yeah, yeah. Or, or just listening to this episode. Um, All right. Yeah, so we just we picked what the other... Basically, each of us teamed up with one person to pick what the other person would uh, main for this act. So me and Chase decided what Cass would mean and so on and so forth. And the goal was to pick agents that pushed us outside of our comfort zone. We're, we're not agents we played normally and would hopefully help us to improve in an aspect of our game that we tend to put on the back burner or is just weaker in general. So while we have a number one and number two, just to go through real quick, Chase is Phoenix, number one. 
I'm Sova number one. Cass is Cypher number one. Yeah, and the number two is just there in case we get insta-locked on um, faster than we can insta-lock. But, like, basically we're supposed to insta-lock our our agent every game that we play for the entire act. Yeah, and given the agents that we picked as those number ones, um, you don't really get out insta-locked for any of them. Yeah, I'm the most... Or I'm the least likely to get insta-locked out of the three of us. Yeah, yeah. Um, like the the insta-lock Sova does happen. Um, mm-hmm. as someone who plays Sova, uh, I haven't had it happen yet, but it does happen sometimes. Very you, rarely. You get a couple. You get a couple of Sova mains in your games. I, I have yet to come into. I I don't know if I've ever seen an insta-lock cipher. I've seen some. I've seen some nutty ciphers with like disgusting setups and stuff, but like none of them insta-locked it. They're all just like, yeah, I can play Cypher, like, I guess. Yeah, and then I mean, we're just I think, disgusting on you know, them. They're on the mindset of, uh, you know, I'll fill. But, like, mm-hmm. you're, you're usually able to fill Sentinel, and so that's why they ended up being really good at yeah. that Cypher or whatever. I think I'm the most likely to be insta-locked. Yeah, you definitely as, as are. As a Phoenix. I, but and even not crazy are, likely, yeah. What, what most people are insta-locking Reyna. You put me on Jet, jet, jet backup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, not to I play haven't jet, had to play. Yeah, no, I've only played what six games. Maybe it's yeah, man, game. yeah. you've been like busy this week, Chase. You haven't been yeah. playing as much as me and Cass. We've been on the I've grind. Been, I've been working and skiing and crazy shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been working. You know, I've I've basically been uh, working and then uh, just playing Valorant this week. Besides, yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, um. Okay, well, I guess I'll kick us off. Um, I fucking hate it, man. <laughs> Sucks dicks. Not pulling the punches. <laughs> uh, I I have kind of come to the conclusion that the manner in which I'm going to end up playing Cypher is going to be a lot, of, a lot of passive utility that does stuff, and then I'm going to do my own thing, and the, and the stuff's going to be there. Um, You're not going to, like, kill trip stuff and... Like yeah, activate your I, cage like, on it. I, I, I know kill trips for a couple maps. Um, we haven't gotten them. Like my, like I know the setups best for for split. I, I learned those really, or I put some time and effort into like really drilling those down because, like, that's probably Cypher's best map. And then, if playing on it from the other side, it's a fucking nightmare to push into a Cypher on B or a Cypher on B. Um, and... nightmare. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. It sounds like a real word. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. God, B's a nightmare right now. Yeah. <laughs> but like, there, like I, I, I learned some for for ascent. Ascent. There's one kill trip that that gets used really on a site to catch people jumping up to default. Um. But a sense like more like standard trips that are just there to kind of maintain well, map control. Are, yeah. Um uh what other what other stuff did I learn? Um I know that bind has a number of them, but bind's not in the pool, so Yeah. That's irrelevant. Uh Ascent or not not Ascent, sorry. H- Haven has this interesting setup that I've learned for for playing a uh, heaven, but 
it's it's kind of interesting the manner in which you do it. You, you throw up a one way on yourself, and you peek out the bottom of his cage because his cage is a cylinder, right? Um, yeah, I'm confused. Okay, so you smoke yourself off in heaven, and it gives you this little angle underneath the bottom of his cage that you can catch people pushing up, but anybody who's holding short or long won't be able to see you. But you can, like, still peek down onto sight? Yeah, but you I'm can confused. still how, how is that better than just crouching at, from that angle? Because you can see over the, the edge and look down. Because I can like, see over the edge. So down. I can see I can see default. I can see somebody pushing up towards hell. But anybody... Uh, we, we discussed default. You probably can't see default. Because well, yeah, see I, default I, I can see heaven. the area of yeah. default. I can't <laughs> literally I won't, see I won't bog the podcast down because um, it, it uh, you know... It's more of a visual thing. Okay, but like it, it, it's really interesting because it's kind of like, like it is technically a one way, but it's using it in the other manner than the expected. Um, and so yeah, it it kind of just blocks off the angles for people who are playing more passively from short and long. Uh, I I learned the lineup for that. Um, but outside of that, I think it's. There, there's a lot of more standard stuff, and I, one thing that pisses the hell off, or that pisses me the hell off, is like, I don't fucking understand what the rules are for where the fuck my cam can and cannot go. It seems you've said that many, many times. When it you seems are, yeah. so fucking arbitrary. Yeah. And, and yeah, like I just see you like panning around. It's like, nope, can't go there. Can't go there. Can't go there. Oh, there's a random ass spot on this wall where it can go. Yeah. I don't, yeah, it's I will like say necessarily a distance thing. It's just kind of knowing where your cam can and can't go in certain maps, right? And you'll learn that more as you play. Yeah, yeah I will it... say Valorant textures are not the best at being super consistent. I ran into this the most when I was playing Yoru because there are some times when there's a little small feature on a wall that, you know, causes, is considered like a corner that your flash is then going to bounce off very weirdly. And then sometimes there's some feature that is just considered like flat. So I I imagine it's even worse with the cipher cam. But it, it's just not one of Valorant's strengths. Consistency of you know what the texture is visually versus what it is hitbox wise. Like I I just don't understand why there's a rule on that. Just like have a range, and then anywhere in that range, I can just fucking put my cam there. I yeah, mean, I, I don't I don't know what rule. it's looking for when it comes to when you can or can't do it. I, I have no idea, honestly. Mm, like, like, does it have to be a certain amount of flat wall so you can't like put it on a corner like i'm not really sure what the rules even are mm-hmm. also the the rules for the trips are also seemingly arbitrary to me like there's some there's some corners of certain boxes that i can set a diagonal trip up on um mm-hmm. but then there are other areas where they're just like fuck no you have to go 90 degrees uh and it's dumb yeah I feel like I should be able to hold my trip in my hand and go right-click here, right-click there. That's where the trip goes. Oh, interesting. So you think you should just choose each end of it? Yeah. Or if you want to left-click it how it currently is, that's fine, too. Mm-hmm. But, like... Let me fucking use my goddamn utility instead of being oh, like, no, okay. I can't go there. Basically, yeah. the cam has a range both vertically and horizontally. Um, 
And so you can't place mm. it over a certain level above where like the elevation that Cypher is currently at. And so literally jumping will let you place the cam higher. Yeah, but I'm talking outside of that. Like there there are times when I'll be looking at a wall and it's like here doesn't work, here doesn't work, here doesn't work. Oh, but a little bit higher up without me jumping, like this one pixel does work. Is what I'm saying. Or like I could be standing like a fucking foot away from it. I could reach out and touch that place and it doesn't let me place my cam there. Yeah, weird. I mean, I don't really see many people talking about that other than the like the kind of spherical range that the cam has. And that, like, this angle of incidence cannot be too steep. Oh, interesting. So that that could be it, right? Is that, like, it could be mm. angle of incidence things with weird wall geometry. Yeah, with weird like textures. If, yeah, with weird textures. Like, the wherever that would be um, being placed is at, like, a, a steep angle to you. Mm-hmm. That could It could just be that, that rule there that then causes a bunch of really buggy stuff where you're like, well, what... Why doesn't he just place it, like, you know, a pixel to the right, you know, yeah. where it's not too steep? <laughs> um, yeah, I found that, like, like, the, the Cypher Cam's an annoying PC utility, almost, in terms of, like, if I put it somewhere where I want to get good value out of it, it just gets fucking shot immediately. And so, I found that I end up getting more value out of it, putting it kind of on a wall that would be behind attackers as they push into sight. I mean, and that so makes a they, lot of sense. They, they'd have to turn all the way around to, to break it. Um, but at that point, they already fucking have sight. It's like, I can't well, give anybody early information if they're creeping up B main. If I put it inside sight somewhere at an awkward angle, it's like, Oh, well, Hey guys, they're, they're on they're on site. Here's here's where they are, but like they have plant. No, but you could spot out like, you know, the utility that they're using to bust onto site without yeah. actually exposing yourself to it. Right. Right? Like so yeah. if you're having it hold across from that like back angle, even if you can't see them approaching, you would still be able to see them like, you know, throw a, a leer out or drop a smoke. When, you know, you could be playing back on site mm-hmm. somewhere safe that's, like, not going to be caught by the Leer or yeah. whatever. Um, basically, I've gotten the most value out of Cyphers. I've been playing him by putting my trip somewhere. Placing one cage somewhere that I might want to smoke off. Keeping one in my pocket. And then just offing. Yeah, this is something that Tony's off- yeah. often bringing up uh, during game. Is that Cass still loves the op. Which, I mean, obviously that's not going to change. Yeah, And I think that you're getting pretty good value out of the op. Not, obviously, like, jet value. Mm-hmm. I think it would be interesting to know how you do if you were to, like, fully invest in the play style for a little while. And if that, or if you're still, like, better on the op. Because, obviously, Cypher is not an ideal agent to be oping with. Not. Especially because, as we've talked about a bunch, the op is shit. And so, because the op is shit, it's only really good on Jet. Yeah, but the, the counter-argument to that is, like, because I op consistently on Jet, I'm used to and comfortable oping without, um, without my dash. Because it's not always yeah. going to be active on Jet. 
or even if I have it, I might not want to activate it here. Um, now, one thing that Alex was bringing up last night is it might be a little bit scarier to try to rush down a cipher than it is to try to rush down a jet. Yeah, because you don't know if there's like yeah. traps in the way. Exactly, because like yeah. I like cipher can do the same thing that jet can is smoking smoking off the angle as they as they get out of there, but they're you might have a harder time like jet dashing in or blast packing through that if my traps are there. Um, so, and the other thing Alex was saying is, um, I might just get better at the op cause I can't miss. It's just way more punishing. <laughs> yeah. I'm, yeah. I, I'm saying that yet, like, yes, I, I don't think Cypher is the worst choice to be opping. Um, but I'm wondering if like, obviously right now you're kind of falling back on the op as a, as like a, oh, it's a comfort a crutch. thing. It's a, a crutch. crutch. <laughs> well, I'm saying like, you know, how you talk about like comfort picks. That's your comfort yeah. buy. Right. It's yeah, like, right. oh, I can buy, I can buy an op. Like I'm probably going to be good for one here. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but if you were to like change your play style entirely, would you end up being better not opping and like playing around your utility with like a shotgun or something else? I don't know. Um, or you know, you're just very good at opping, so maybe you just do better on the op in general. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I've been buying an op recently too. On Phoenix, games. yeah. Now that's a bold pick because I was going to say Phoenix might be the worst agent to op on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I was, you can wall well, to get like to like cross an yeah, area. Yeah, I was going to say you could wall to get out. Yeah. You could, but you're not flashing to then peeking with an op. That's stupid. no, no. Right. So, <laughs> uh, but like, I wonder if he's truly the worst agent to op on. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Um. Basically, we were talking about how, like, we get to pick up the op more because you're not always on jet. Um, so... Oh, I feel like probably the worst agent to op on is probably Astro, right? Because you have to, like, be in astral form, at which point you can't be holding the angle at all so oh, much. Oh, yeah. And well, then, like, you have zero get-out-of-jail options. Yeah, that that's kind of true with, like, uh, most... Well, okay, not most, but, like, it's something that came up a lot in um, 100, the 100 Thieves game in Lock-In. Where Cryo was opping on Omen. Yeah. But he got timinged a couple times because he needed to drop an Omen smoke for his team. Right. Uh, and so he, like, maybe this was just great awareness by the other team. Maybe it was just sheer luck in terms of bad timing. But, like, the, there were a couple times where, like, he'd be holding an angle, um, he'd smoke for his team, and somebody would have crossed in that time frame. And they, they think that area oh. is still safe because he's holding it with an off. Oh, that's why. Um, yeah. And so any, any smoke agent that takes you out of the game to do that, assuming you're solo. Takes smokes, you off the angle. Yeah, yeah. Is, is, is a bad agent to, to op on perhaps. Um, Yeah, I think Phoenix is a solid contender for worst agent to op on. No, oh, definitely. And now yeah. I did do that when I first started playing this game. Yeah, but <laughs> I, uh... yeah, and I'm, that probably saying, relates I've, to your I've CS experience, more right? This this act than any other act. Yeah, I believe it. Um, but that's because I've never fucking bought an op. <laughs> yeah, have you bought an op this act? Like, have you purchased uh, it, or did you just end up with it? 
That's a great question. I have no idea. Hmm. Um, how do I even see this shit? Oh, I have five kills this act with an op. I will say, Cass, thinking about you starting Valorant and taking your CS experience into Valorant mm-hmm. reminds me. Important question of the day. Is uh, Counter-Strike 2 going to kill Valorant and will our podcast shift to being a Counter-Strike podcast? Also, what, like, okay, first of all, I I feel like it's weird that people are calling this CS2, because, like, yeah. as far as I'm aware, they're just changing the engine. Yes, I was incredibly confused by this, and I deliberately said it in the way that people are saying it online. It's it's not any new game. It's, like, it's, it's, a, it's a, a big global update. offensive with a yeah, huge update. Yeah, it's a massive ago. update, yeah. which presumably... Yeah will contain a bunch of other changes outside of just the engine. Um, yeah. Valve has come out and said it'll be pretty big. But, like, they're, they're not... It's not like they're coming out with... like It's not like Overwatch to Overwatch 2. They're, Which, they're just, really, I mean, really that was kind of... Valorant, eh? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, Overwatch 2 actually uh, kind of was also an update situation. Like, that was also not really a true sequel. But this is even less of one. <laughs> Yeah, but it was at least yeah. a separate game. Like yeah, but I'm saying Overwatch Two is yeah, Overwatch Two. Is it, a that's the thing; game. it wasn't it like wasn't on not? console. On consoles, it was literally the same thing. Like it was still called like Overwatch in some cases. Huh. Like they they literally pushed an update that then renamed the game when they updated mm. it. Oh, well, so maybe like, it, it was it was a pretty silly thing to call it a new game. But anyway, this is I, even less of that. Yeah, maybe I picked yeah. a really shitty example here. <laughs> you did. You really did. <laughs> XCOM Two. XCOM Two is a true sequel. Yeah. If anybody ever has even fucking heard of that game, oh, if, you, yeah. if you if you play strategy games at all, yeah, Chase has heard of it because <laughs> <laughs> I played it yeah. once with Hunter. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was really fun. Too. I love that. Um... You you have not played it, Gas. You've you've watched me play it. You've never played oh, it. Yourself. Oh, okay. Yeah, doesn't seem like my style of game, but I'm that's okay. Loser. I actually played it. <laughs> no, I I uh, love that you played it, Chase. That was mm-hmm. uh, fun for you to get to see my favorite game of all time. Yeah. And on also not Valorant related news, Chase, you should try outside the Spire. It's like Dominion, but like. No, yeah. the graphics are just so shit. <laughs> like, the graphics uh, are not good. Yeah, it looks like I'm playing like fucking Magic the Gathering in 2004 online. <laughs> like, hey, you, you could give it a whirl, though. You might, you might get into it. Oh, to even go into a farther non sequitur. Um, <laughs> they oh yeah they they came out with um I was just talking to to one of the guys that was staying over at our place um I don't know maybe call it a week ago uh who also big time nerd um I was kind of complaining that like there there weren't really any good or like I was trying to get into like a good two player card game um and which you can kind of like you know build a deck play against somebody else but like yeah we were talking about that yeah, yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh has gotten way too complex and you can't go and buy the original decks they cost way too much money for like people want them for collector's purposes and whatnot um and he was telling me that the Magic the Gathering actually came out with this uh with this new thing to try to get more people into it in which you can go yeah. out and you buy any series of like two packs that contain 20 cards each and you can mix any of the two of them together and form a deck and all the packs are like 
very equivalent in terms of like power level. Is this um, online or or IRL? No, no, this is IRL. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can just like you can go to the store. You can you can buy two of these. They're not called booster packs, but they got some fancy name to them. Um, and you just mix two of them together. It'll cost you like fifteen, maybe twenty bucks, and you got a deck that you can play against somebody else. And they're all very equivalent power level wise, which I just think is super fucking cool, and I'm very tempted to go and do. Um, do you know people IRL who play Magic? No, but I'd buy like four of them so I can have two decks, and then just give it to someone and be like, "Fucking learn the shit." Oh, there you go. Yeah, you should have um, done that before it came out there, Cass. God damn it! <laughs> I didn't know about I it before played. it came out here. Yeah, no, I, I know. Um, fucking nerd. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, magic is fun though it's, it's cool okay but back to power and stuff um yeah so we were talking about Cass's cypher experience so yeah. we have more to share about Cass and what your feelings are on cypher four days in i fucking I mean, hate it that was my experience that's the tldr yeah, yeah tldr Cass yeah. fucking hates it mm-hmm. it's just okay uh, let, let, let me expand a bit more on that it, it's not as painful on defense which is obviously a stronger side, but like I can kind of play more or less a similar style that I want to. Being I can set my trips up in areas, um, gets passive info, I can have my cages that work similar to Jet Smokes, and I can open angle on my choosing. It's just number one, more punishing if I die, and number two, well, it's more punishing if I whiff. Um yeah. But on offense is where I find it to be fucking brutal. I I, I feel like I can't do dick. And maybe I just got to get better at putting a trap up on flank and using my own cages to, to get in on site and stuff. Um, but I've been trying this working thing that you guys thought that I'd be doing way more. When I initially, when you guys initially put me on cipher, you say it like you don't know what lurking is. Yeah, yeah, yeah but like <laughs> this lurking thing, I've never heard of lurking before. But like, okay, what I, but like you guys say so. <laughs> this, I'm always with the team when they take the site, says Cass. <laughs> oddly enough, <laughs> um, the this this whole lurking thing is just not. I don't have the util that I want to lurk. What util do you need? You're lurking. Yeah. Okay, because I don't do this kind of... You're sneaky beaky. Yeah, no, no, no. I don't do this this, this lurking that Tony's talking about, in which I stay fucking silent. I'm on the opposite side of the map, and I slowly creep up and don't That's make a fucking noise and clear any... No, 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 no. I can be away from the team, and this is the kind of lurking that I do, or that I like to do, is I'm away from the team, I'm making noise, you know I'm there... But and so you're holding players off of the yeah, site. Yeah, I'm holding. I'm hitting. holding off rotates. I'm I'm controlling an area of the map, and it's okay if you know that I'm there, because I'm stopping you from using this as a retake avenue or a rotating avenue. And if you well, want to use that's different than a lurk. I I I think people have this misunderstood conception of what it is that a lurk is. Do you and know? What I think you have a misunderstood means. conception of what no, a lurk is. No, the term lurking. <clears throat> like means quiet or like sneaky you're like lurking around a corner means like you don't know they're there yeah okay that is literally the definition of the word lurk 
Yeah, I okay, would say sure. you're part of a split push if you're making loud noise somewhere else. I, I don't know if if it's part or of a default. Split it's push. not. It's not part of a split push, and it's definitely. Well, it's a de- yeah, I don't know. Like it, it's like it's like a, a half default, or it's like a quarter default, right? Where it's like none of the rest of the team is defaulting, but like I'm applying pressure elsewhere on the map, which at least from CS is still attributed with the term lurk. Now, if you feel that. Perhaps that's a bit misguided, and you should give it a different term. I'm all ears, but yeah, fuck the yes. I don't, I don't. Okay, <laughs> I don't care. Saying, that's that... not what a lurk is, but uh, yeah. okay. Like I, I think that it's a good idea. I'm not saying that. I'm saying like mm-hmm. yes, like showing presence on multiple places on the map fractures the d- defender's team, which makes sense and is a very good idea. You should be doing that, mm-hmm. right? It's because just... then even if they do decide to to like go like help their team on the site that's actually being hit they always have to be concerned about where the fuck you are now right it's like i could be backstabbing you if you're not going to address the fact that i'm here yeah um, i i have never done a whole lot of silent creep up in areas no but you could on cypher yeah but i don't have the utility i want <laughs> there's no utility you need to silent creep up you need you need a w yeah. key and a shift key Yep. Well, actually, a control key for me, but the, yeah, right. the main... You're, you're a weirdo, yeah. Yes, I know I'm weird with that. The, you can the... your hand such that you have to change your key bindings. Excuse me? Well, I also, I also do that, but not, not hey. with shift. Well, you're, you're both incorrect. <laughs> yeah, it also, was funny. When I was playing Valorant on Cass's computer, uh, I would have, we'd be, like, switching the uh, keyboard back and forth. Oh, yeah. Under, uh, under plays with, like, bit. horizontal keyboard, which, like... Not a fan of. I I, I told mine. I'm not yeah, like quite parallel to the monitor, basically. I'm I'm not quite yay. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Parallel to what? No, I'm not ninety hey, degrees tilt. That is not no, 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 parallel. I mean, no. Means my I, I'm I'm saying I use with the long side of the oh, keyboard parallel oh, to the oh, monitor. Oh, 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 yeah. Oh. Roughly. You're right. Also, what you're right. talking about would be perpendicular. perpendicular. Yes, yeah. you're right. Yes. I was no, I'm not yeah. I'm not accusing you of that. I I am not yay for better or for worse. Yeah. I do not go mostly for worse. <laughs> I mean, what's, what's the better of that? Are you better at yay in any aspect? Hey, Kat, at least Cass has a team. <laughs> oh yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> Although Chase, you, uh, you should have saved that for when Premiere comes out, and we can actually have like an yeah, official I know. team. Yeah, um, the thing is, at that point, yay might actually have a team, and then like the, the, the joke, joke wouldn't, wouldn't have been work there. Anymore. So <laughs> yeah, fair, fair. Um, yeah, yeah. I was also gonna. Uh, yeah. Okay. Whatever. Um. Any of you guys got some inputs on uh, on the agency you play? Today was the first day I played a game with you. Yeah, it was. On Cypher. It's been insane. Yeah, like, I've yeah. played with both of you individually, but, like, you've never been on at the same time. It's crazy. No. I've had a weird... I've had a weird work schedule. Closing at work. Yeah. yeah. Um, the guy yeah. who usually built the schedule left for left for a different golf course. Um, and so whoever built the schedule for this week just jammed me in on all the closes. Um which like Man. isn't really a problem necessarily. It's just like my work schedule this week has been so drastically different from what it was in other weeks. And also because I hurt my arm, um, the guy who's building the schedule was like, oh, well, we don't want him to solo open in case there's certain things that he can't do. Um, and we're down a person because one guy just left. Uh and so I think he was partially considering the fact that, like, oh, we should always have somebody else on shift in case anything oh, okay. 
yeah, like it, like basically there there are two bags in the back shop that I would not be able to get off the top shelf at the moment. I see. Um, those two people don't play very frequently, but if we were in that situation, yeah, it would be fucked. Um, and so I think he was he was building the schedule partially with that in mind, also partially had no idea what the fuck I'd been working in general. Mm-hmm. So my schedule this week has been been weird. Got it, got it. Um, actually, right yeah. right before you kick this off, Chase, Tony was singing praises of your of your Phoenix. Yeah, I mean, um, I was going to kind of get into that mm-hmm. um, a little bit, but the last thing I, I was just going to say, like, because I've played, what, now two games with you on Cypher, like, I just mm-hmm. haven't had a lot of experience actually looking at your Cypher, so I, I don't have many comments on how you're playing other than however you're feeling with it. Yeah. I just think it's boring. Um, yeah. I see I see what you're saying. I, I just I'm just hoping you'll find a happy like you'll settle into a play style that's maybe not the typical cipher mains. Maybe there's some more opping in the mix, but one that you're able to enjoy more. I think that it's still early days, like really like yeah. all of this. Like it's so early on that this is just, you know, uh, growing pains. It could a be. lot. It's yes. mostly growing pains. And, you know, there, there's definitely a lot of like, oh, shit, this is so different to how we usually play. It kind of isn't as fun because we we obviously play in a certain style because we like to play in that style. Mm-hmm. Um, So like, oh, now I, I don't get to do that. It's not as fun. But also I suck at this agent that I'm just picking up for the first time and have never played before. Like that makes yeah. a lot of sense. Yeah. Uh, also, yeah, I've, I thought... I've still been having good. good. Okay. I was just saying, I thought it was really funny how, uh, well, the two things here. Number one is, when I first started playing on my alt, I did not have detonate my cage bound. It was literally <laughs> not bound in my keybinds. Um, and so for the first couple of rounds, I tried to pop my cage, and I literally could not. <laughs> Which was really funny until I realized what the fuck was going on. Uh, but also, yeah, there was a round where um, the rando phoenix on our team was like, like holy shit, cipher! Because I basically just W key entried with an off, um, and got four kills on attack. And he's like, "Holy fuck!" Like pop off. And Oliver's like, "Yeah, he doesn't know you're a jet main." <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> it was just playing as jet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. That's anyway. All I got. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was just gonna say on what Chase was saying now. about yeah about the idea of it not being as fun because of adjusting. Personally, I've still been having a really great time because it is fun to have such a different scenario with all of us. Um, it's not like I've been solo queuing as, as Sova, but playing with other people has been kind of neat because, like, I- I'm the way I am in general in life is I only am, like, competitive and, like, you know, really taking failures and losses personally if it's in something I feel like I should be good at. If it's, it, like, I pick and choose what I'm really competitive about. So the fact that, you know, I know that I'm new at Sova and not picking it by choice, I'm not upset if I'm not having a great game as Sova or if I'm doing things wrong. So I'm just kind of along for the ride, and it's cool to see how different our games go with our everyone, you know, picking the agent they're forced to. Dude, that's me at board games. There you go. I'm so yeah. fucking competitive at board games. That's <laughs> like, <laughs> frustrating. Huh? Yeah, I was going to say, I, was, yeah. I, I, oh, pick, oh, I was oh. thinking I pick and choose. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. No, I see. I, I just like I. I'm just ultra competitive with board games. 
But I, yeah, it's but very like, much the opposite. It's very no, no, not okay. But like, no, no, because I feel like it's not because I feel like I should be good at them. Oh, and like it's even more so yeah. in games that like I am good at. Like yeah. I get ultra competitive in Catan. Yeah, um, I know I suck at Catan, so I don't uh, get that. Because the thing is, like I, I, I feel like at any given Catan game, unless I just get utterly dicked by RNG, I'm like I should win. I'm better. Yeah. Yeah. And I know Chase it feels the same when, way. It hurts when you're losing a board game and you're like, I'm good at this. <laughs> yeah. <Fuck. Yes. laughs> yeah. Or like yeah. when we're playing Hearts, it's like, yeah. I should win. I am good at this game. Why am I not winning? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Me, when my XCOM mission falls apart and I have to rage quit. Um, yeah. So yeah, but yeah, you were saying with your Sova that you just, you haven't gotten there yet? In terms of raging? No, what? no, no, not not the raging, just like the yeah, like the competitiveness. Yeah, the, you, you feel like feel you don't like have you that competitiveness there. Yeah, I mean, just to be clear, I'm not saying that I'm just oh oh because I'm not that competitive about it, I'm going to be trolling, but like in the same way that when I was there in person with you guys and we went disc golfing, like I knew that I had never been disc golfing before, and so even though I was was sucking and sometimes it was embarrassing to be like, wow, that was such a bad throw. At the end of the day, I wasn't getting down about it because, like, you know, I, I it's didn't. It's not something that you feel level like of performance you should be good at. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, with Sova, you know, I'm not sure if I'll ever get as sweaty with Sova as I would with an agent I picked, simply because I am being forced to pick it. But uh, you know, I definitely hope to improve. And you know, if I'm playing, if I'm having some bad games towards the end of the act, I'll be much more frustrated than I am now. Um, but yeah, I guess if I can kind of transition to my thoughts on Sova, if you don't mind, because I haven't really got into that yet. Yeah. Yeah. So overall, I I was thinking about it and I feel, I feel sort of similarly to Cass, but for a different reason in that I like Sova on defense. I really don't like Sova on offense um, because on defense, you know, I'm used to playing agents who... Uh, there are a couple agents I play like Killjoy who have very notable post like you know defense utility but in general I tend to play agents who don't and so to be able to get info as to what's happening with both my drone and my recon dart is really nice and in particular I don't have to worry about setting up my team for a particular peak with my recon dart so I can just kind of use my dart to like clear what I want to clear early in the round and then you know, I'll, I'll do that. I'll almost always shoot off a dart at the start of the round on defense because, you know, then I get it back the soonest. Um, yeah, so I, I like it. On, on offense, I just really hate, like, a lot of times I'm asking, like, okay, where are we going, guys? Like, what are we doing? <laughs> because, like, I, I want to be the one to push into sight first or just push into sight in general. I don't like just kind of hanging around unless we have a particular plan. But having to be like you know behind the duelists and the the chase <laughs> and just sitting there and be like, well, what am I supposed to do? I'm just holding spike. Like I also I also am, have been spike bitch most of the time as well. So like that can be a little bit uh, not super fun. Um, and and then I I just do need to get better about uh, having darts that clear appropriate space on offense and understanding what space is being cleared myself and also communicating that to my team as well because i feel like that's really key for an offensive execute that you have a dart that is clearing something and then you all understand what still needs to be checked that the dart didn't clear and that's i'm a long way off of that uh, 
obviously the dark can just get shot, but you know. Yeah. Yeah, but that yeah, gives so, information either way. It does. It does. So overall, I would say I'm I'm not hating it. Um the alt is fun. I, I really have been enjoying the shock darts because sort of similarly to a brim stim beacon that like doesn't have this insanely high value that you need to hold on to it for. You just kind of use them. You're just like, oh, there might be someone there. Let me eat them out there. It's kind of cool. <laughs> I haven't gotten many kills with them, but uh, you've gotten fun. some. Yeah, one or two. Um, yeah, the the drone is so slow. <laughs> like it's like, yeah. it's it's really good, but like. On the other hand, a lot of times I'm like, man, I wish I just would have walked there and checked <laughs> that angle with my, you know, with my eyes and my gun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, th- those are kind of my thoughts. Uh, enjoying the experience, definitely not being converted to being a Silva main, um, but, uh, you know, some positive, some negative. That's that's my update. See, I think it'd be fun because, like, of the three of us, I guess, like, I guess Cass has played some Phoenix. And I'm sure you've played some Phoenix at some point, Hunter. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, I think that, like, you're playing a character that I mained for a long time. And still right, made right. on certain maps, yeah. right? And so it, it's cool to, like, see how you're playing Sova. And it would be fun to, like, go in and, and like, show you, like, how I play on offense on, like, I oh, yeah. Oh, or, yeah. like, what darts I throw. Um, mm-hmm. Just to be like, oh, yeah, maybe you should try this or, like, mix it up this way. Yeah, I definitely want to talk to you more about your yeah those kind of things because I'd be I'd be happy to learn some of the the tricks of the trade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like specifically Icebox because right now that's the only map in the pool that I play Sovon. I see. Um, I see. Oh, Breeze and Bind, you played Sovon. Uh, Breeze, played, I played Sovon. You played Sovon oh, yeah. Breeze, yeah. Yeah, it was it was two previously. Um, at some point it was all all of them, and then brimstone kind of took over a lot of that um but yeah right now it's just icebox but i like definitely icebox attack like there's a bunch of specific darts that are exactly what you were saying is like clearing very specific space to help your team get onto site um on a site specifically Mm -hmm. and like places that you can throw to mix it up so that they're not like ready to shoot shoot a dart every time time. yeah Yeah. um it'd, it'd be really cool to to show that to you yeah, yeah, I might, I might have to, you know, schedule a coaching session. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, your chase over here. Yeah, it'd be cool uh, if I could do that. The only other person who's played Cipher is Tony, and Tony's just like, go for kill trips and use your cages. I'm like, I don't wanna. <laughs> well, that's what he's, that's what he's saying, you know, uh, publicly in in uh, our matches. But if you really get to sit down with Tony and you know let him uh, uncork his bottle of knowledge on you, he might have some stuff that surprises you. Tony yeah, holds I... a lot in that brain of his. Regardless of if oh, he yeah. actually uses it in game, he probably <laughs> does know the proper thing to do as Cypher in yeah, certain I situations. A, I don't need a bronze yeah. two's opinion on how to play Cypher. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's so funny yeah. for everybody that doesn't necessarily get that and thinks, "Oh, like whatever, he's just bronze two. Is that he just dropped into bronze two and he won't shut yeah. up about how he is raging is. about the yeah. fact that he's in bronze two? Yeah. And it, it's funny because none of us are judging him for being in bronze two. All of us have experienced what he's experiencing now, which is that you just have a bad run of things happening. You know, yeah, and you bad teammates, at, bad he's luck. deranked one rank. I'm like, dude, I deranked three yeah. in a day a few weeks ago. One day. <laughs> yeah, and just to be clear, we, we didn't talk about this because he's not on the podcast, but he's part of this challenge as well. He's having to insta-lock fade, a new character for him. Yeah. 
Yeah, and he's honestly been doing pretty a pretty good job of adapting to playing Fade. Um, I think is, so, and he's nice. he's been playing yeah. pretty well, which I think is what why he's raging so much is because he right. feels like he's playing really well for the for the Fade, and yet we're still losing games. Well, yeah. actually, originally it was because he felt like his utility usage was fine, and he's just whiffing shots. Mm. Like at least that's what he was bitching to me about earlier today. He's like, he's like, dude, I feel like my my utils, is it incredible? No, but he's like, my my utils fine. You know, like I I've got these fade lineups that I've been that I've been working into my game. Like I feel like I'm I'm not getting caught with utility in my hands, which um was kind of the entire point of us putting him on fade to begin with. Um, and yeah. he's just like, I'm going up against these bronze twos, and like I'm just losing fifty fifty gunfights. He's like, I'm just yeah. Like he's like, I just can't fucking click a goddamn head to save my life right now which like i'm sure both of you guys me included and probably most of the people listening to this podcast right now um like you have those oh yeah like like it it happens yeah Yeah, and one thing i shared with tony last night chase wasn't there but Cass was is that when my around a year ago when i was doing my yoru act uh insta-locking yoru towards like a week out of the end of the act i hadn't hit gold and I was really hoping to hit gold, you know, plus the uh, plat was my initial yeah, overall goal. And there were several times I was like high silver three and then going on big losing streaks afterwards. And I was getting really fed up and like tense in games and like frustrated and anxious. And what I ended up realizing is I was like, you know what, me being fixated on my rank and like how what RR I'm getting is just hurting my game hugely. So, like, for the last week, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go out and have some fun, play my game, and, you know, try to be the best teammate I can be. And then, you know, the round scores are what the round scores are. And that was huge in terms of me turning it around and, you know, really living up to my potential and breaking into gold for the first time. So, I, f- I feel like Col- Tony is doing the, the opposite of that right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It'll come around. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, he, he's, he's not playing terrible. I mean, like I said, I'm very impressed with how he's adapting to the fade utility. Yeah. Okay. Back to your Sova though. Like, um, yeah. Generally, do you feel like, I don't know. Originally you said that you were hating it in a way. Yeah. It's, I've, I've definitely, I've definitely come around to it more over the past like two days, I would say just because I feel a little bit more natural in terms of like what I'm using when, and, and like I said, on defense, uh, there are some things that are very fun about Sova on defense. Like I'm much more capable to aggressively, I guess what it is, is it's really being able to proactively get this info on what the enemies on do, are doing on defense is really cool. Because like Killjoy, you have to wait for them to push into you. And then when you play a duelist on defense, you're kind of the worst uh, when they're pushing you because, you know, you don't really have utility for that at all. So, um, yeah, uh, at the end of the day, I'm I'm enjoying it a bit more, I would say. I, I was going to go, I was going to say something else, but then I lost track of it. Anyway, as you were saying, Chase. Yeah, I'm. I mean, I was just wanting to basically know that whether or not you've uh, you've come around to it a little bit. Uh, yeah, a little bit. Yes, yes. Yeah, I don't know. There was a whole thing in the Discord chat a couple of days ago. Yeah, um, where I was like, "Fuck you guys for saying you're having an awful time. Yeah. Like it's so early." Um, well, really, really, what it was was that was less about. Well, I mean, the, I, if we're thinking of the same conversation, like when I saw what Gecko's abilities were. Like, with the reveal, I was like, oh, my God, he looks so cool. Uh, 
he does out. like yeah yeah and i feel and like I, he was you, you came up out. with like a very yeah. funny way to uh <laughs> to yeah to fake propose i don't know I, i'm sure there was a little bit of please behind that but <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah um but fake propose well, a little that, bit uh, of anime uh yeah woo <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah now that um, you play gecko instead of soba yeah. but obviously yeah. we were going to be like no you're playing soba so mm. <laughs> and and i've i've been i've been enjoying the experience with you guys for sure and i think i'll continue to like Soba more as I get better with some of the stuff. Yeah, I just think it's fun to like do something and like stick to it for a little bit of time. Yeah. Right. Like it, it is like, it is a long time. Like these, like what, two months or whatever that an act mm -hmm. is like, that's a yes. fucking long time. But, um, I think that it's going to be fun just to do something different with the game. Cause we've been playing this game for fucking how long now? Like almost yeah. two years. Yeah. yeah, especially you, Chase, maining characters who are in your starting five agents. <laughs> it's yeah. not like you're picking up new characters as they've come out for the most part. Yeah. No, no, like, I've just been in right. the same, same thing. And, like, as as much as I still love the game of Valorant, like, you know, sometimes it just, you know, there's nothing different about it. It's just me worried about what my rank is and, and going in and playing games yeah. hoping to get to a higher rank. This is, like, something that will keep me engaged for the next two months to be like, oh, I have a new challenge. Yeah, it's like oh, I need to learn this fucking agent. Yeah, I don't know. It's just like, at least to me, given the agent that you guys put me on, and I understand why it was that you put me on this agent. It's just like, it's it's the antithesis of how I want to play. Which mm. tell me about it. Well, that's not inherently <laughs> a bad thing. It's just like. I don't. I don't wanna. Um, and even back when, like, I I I, I played Chamber. Um, I liked Chamber. Right. I had a lot of fun with his with his kit prior to him being fucking nerf gunned into the ground. Um, Jet was still more fun. And like to me, that was this, just this like is breaking news. I'd never no, heard this no, before. but it's just like. To me, that was just, like, what I had the most fun doing in the game. Um, yeah. And I've heard this many times. Like, Cypher's just the antithesis of that. And I'm trying to learn how to play mm. him in, in, in a manner in which, like, I can set up my utility, it can do whatever it does in general, um, and then, like, I'm really trying to focus on just, hey, set your stuff up, and then just play the game. Um, yeah. Because I feel like, similar to what Tony's saying, I feel like my gun skill has also gone down. And that's probably because I'm in an uncomfortable situation. Uh, like, I, I don't have the utility I'm used to having in my back pocket. Uh, I'm not accustomed to exactly where I can and cannot be as the given agent I'm playing. I'm not as accustomed to needing to play for my life as, as much as prior because all of a sudden any of this passive value that I was gaining from my trips is just all of a sudden gone if I die. Um, yeah. And yeah, like there, there's some growing pains with that. There's some things that are uncomfortable, but like I'm not at the point yet where I find this play style fun and engaging. Maybe I'll get there, 
maybe I won't, but I'm definitely not there yet. See, yeah, I think I think you'll you'll get there more as you kind of get comfortable with the utility, um, and like I think changing your roles so drastically, it's not only like what utility you have in your pocket, but it's about, um, you know, what you're thinking about mid round. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's a lot of like what else is going on in your head. Um, changing roles from like a duelist take space, go gun people down to a, okay. Like map control, slow paced, like that that's a lot different kind of mindset that you have to have and there are things going on in the round that you wouldn't have to like under like need to understand before right like if you're jet you're not thinking about really what's happening on the other site you're thinking about what's happening in front of your eyes but with cypher you're like oh do i need to be checking my cam right now to see if they're rotating to see if somebody's lurked up on me from this other site where my cam's placed or where this trip is am i looking for you know where this trip is on my map and see if someone's triggered it which trip did they hit was like anything like that right mm -hmm. there's just a lot different things going on i also yeah. find myself in a lot of 1bx's now yeah but didn't you always yeah i was gonna say that doesn't seem new in this light <laughs> yeah, <that's not> new. <laughs> uh... all right Chase, yeah, I mean, we... maybe you're finding yourself in record numbers of 1vx's when you're not holding an op in your hands maybe maybe that's a significant yeah. thing yeah well i found that the issue prior was I felt like I didn't get the call early enough to rotate. Whereas now it feels like the call was there, but I'm like, oh, but I'm supposed to anchor in case they're able to hold them off. Yeah. And then they just are. have sight, and I'm just like, ah, fuck me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but. In which case, you have to think, oh, it's not really my fault. Like, I should maybe still try to clutch this if I can. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like. Um, whatever i'm not expected to, to win this round out now they they mm -hmm. lost sight so <laughs> yeah chase what is your what is your opinion on the old the old phoenix game it's tough my opinion on phoenix varies game to game which i've been a lot more hot and cold than i've ever been i think in this game um while That's playing the duelist play style which is kind of fucked like i don't think i really understood the hot and cold thing before until i've actually played a series of games now on on a duelist um and personally i am very very momentum based um as a player and so if i start whiffing and i start having a bad game that just compounds and it's even worse as a duelist because if I'm having a bad game, it means that I am not doing my job. Mm -hmm. mm. Right? As someone like Phoenix. Right? Like, I could be somewhat taking space, but it's not the same kind of, like, dive as, like, uh, a Neon or a Jet can be. Um, so if I'm not flashing in and getting, like, a pick, if I'm just getting tapped, like, I am doing nothing is what it feels like. And so that that, that just compounds. And then mm -hmm. I play worse and I'm getting tapped more and I'm playing like where I shouldn't be or taking too aggressive of peaks because I'm like, I need to turn it around. However, that ends up being. Yeah, you're experiencing um, the duelist, <laughs> the whole duelist thing. It fucking yeah. sucks. <laughs> yeah. so, like there are so many times where I'm like, I wish I could just fucking play on site right now. Like I know they're coming yeah. to my site and I know that if I had like brim utility, I could fucking hold them off, do my job and get them to rotate. Right? Like, like, I know how to do that. 
Mm-hmm. And as Phoenix, I'm like, I just got to peek into them and hope there aren't three there that, and two of them didn't dodge my flash. Like, it was, <laughs> yeah. like it's fucked. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. So basically what I've been finding is there's a tier gap in, in players that I play against. And this is a, a big reason to why I think Tony has been thinking my Phoenix is really good, which I've had some very pop-off games playing with Tony. Yeah. Um, and when I'm playing with Tony, I'm in a solid, like, silver lobby. Right. Right? As, like, a low gold myself and Tony being in bronze, the average of their team is going to be silver. And I fucking go off. Like, the first yeah. game I played with Tony, I dropped, like, 30 kills. Like... Is that your highest? No, I, I've ha- I've had a bunch of thirty twos. I can't oh, okay. seem to break thirty two. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> funny. Um. But yeah, it w- it was like I was I was playing incredibly well, and like you know every time, but like I'd, I'd be able to flash something aggressively, peek, get the kill. Um, but then as soon as I get into a lobby against like kind of high gold, low plat players, it that flips. Um. And I think, like, I'm getting punished for my aggression a lot more. Mm-hmm. And then I start, like, I'm bottom fragging as Phoenix in, like, all of those games. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I don't think I've realized or, like, understood yet how to play Phoenix against players that are ready to play against a Phoenix. Interesting. Um, like, people turning from my flashes or, like, you know, someone playing anti-flash or, like, something like that. Like, that doesn't happen in like bronze silver right right if, if there's three people at an angle and i flash it at the right time there three of them are flashed and i could like get one or two and get out of there right yeah but it, in like the high gold plat area that's not what happens is i flash that angle i peek it and sometimes none of them are flashed <laughs> like, um, and I, i've been learning i've been trying to learn a lot of like how like my distances from the corner to flash so that it like pop flashes better. Um, and like, you know, you can flash a lot further back than I thought with Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do, do you um, know his b- bounce flash? Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I know the bounce yeah. flash, but it's okay. really, it's like very specific circumstances you can use that in mm-hmm. because yeah. you have to be alone. Like it just flashes your teammates. Yeah. But like, um, we're talking about you getting kills here. Fuck your teammates. Well, but like if, we're, if if someone's like double peeking yeah. with me, like I guess yeah, yeah, yeah. no, no, I get it. I, no, no, I, I, I get it. <laughs> yeah, like I I've used that and I've gotten a bunch of kills with it as well, um, or a few kills with it, um, but also in those kind of same games where I'm where I'm going off. Also, who the fuck is our rank dodging Phoenix flashes? That shit's fucking impossible. I don't know. Like I I don't know if they're like I think it's a lot more of like map awareness and playing in angles where not everybody is going to get flashed by yeah. a flash. So yeah. it's like whether I flash far, whether I flash flash close, mm-hmm. the people are spread out enough on the other side of that angle that it doesn't get all of them. Yeah. And, and like then I, there's people just good enough to one tap me, you know, and yeah. I have three targets to look at, they have one. I I am like I I think you'll get better at that cuz that, that's a that's a really important thing as like as Phoenix more so than any other flasher is just understanding what your flash is and is not clearing because you have such a small distance to work with in terms of how far that goes. Yeah. Um, which like 
I think once you get more experience with that, like it'll, like it, it that'll be not maybe solved, but like you'll have a much better understanding of where you should be looking to clear the angle on maybe the guy who didn't get flashed, right? Or where yeah. could somebody have been playing anti-flash expecting this flash to come out around the angle and then swing as soon as he hears it pop while he's behind cover or whatever. Um, or I think, you know, just, hey, I'm not going to swing like wide swing this angle. I'm going to flash it and peak a partial angle that I yeah. know is going to be flashed. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, you can also I, use I both know. flashes. Like you're saying, yeah. like the one and then peak and then the other. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. There, there's just like, as soon as I get into like a decent lobby, uh, my entire play style just goes to shit. And then <laughs> I end up be, like doing a lot better on defense than I am on attack. Uh, mm-hmm. Like in, in like better lobbies, like when we're five stacking and stuff, like my attack halves are piss poor <laughs> on Phoenix. <laughs> Um, Funny. and I think it's, it is as exactly what I originally said I was going to do on Phoenix is just fucking int, right? It is yeah. flash yeah. and run in and get tapped. <laughs> that is exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, one of the, my favorite part that I found about Phoenix is the Molly. Surprise, surprise. Really? Um, <laughs> it's, yeah. I, I I love using Phoenix's Molly. One, it does so much damage so quickly. Yeah. Uh, it it does kind of suck that it's not long lasting. Yeah, it like lasts for like very, three seconds. It's very very short. I think um, numerically it's actually four, but but it also like it gets people off a fucking angle. Oh yeah, or off the fucking bomb. Like there's yeah. no tanking that shit. Mm-hmm. Um. So it's really nice to like hold people back. Um. And I've learned like a little bit. I not any specific like lineups, but I've watched like videos to learn where your Molly distance is. Mm, I see. Um, so it's I don't know. It's very useful to know that the edge of your sound circle, you know, like is your audible sound, yeah. is where it drops if you're running and you throw it slightly up. Hmm. If you're walking or like standing still and you throw it, it uh, like slightly up, it goes two thirds of that distance. And so mm-hmm. using Got that it. to, to like line up where I am, like works very, very well. Um, that is really, I feel like probably like 0.5% of Phoenix players have ever considered doing anything like that. With well, I, no, I, I, I knew the, I knew the running distance. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't know the if you're walking it's it's two thirds. Like yeah. I, I knew Well the there's knowing running. it, but then there's actually using it as a Phoenix player. That's what I'm saying is so Oh, unique. I use it constantly in game oh, because yes. I'm like well I'm like, oh I want to like basically when I'm going on to site and I'm execing, I want to like throw this Molly at an angle where somebody might be just to clear it. Right? Yeah. And so I like throwing it like behind Jen or behind a box or something like that. And so I throw it over the box. But how how far is that distance? If it goes too far then I'm, uh, it doesn't actually clear shit. Um, or if it goes too short, it doesn't clear shit. So it's really nice to know that distance so I can actually molly that and then hold for their swing out. It, it, it's really yeah. good when you're, when you're ulted. Um, I noticed that, that Sick did this a lot when he was playing Phoenix, specifically on Haven. And he'd yeah. ult up, when he'd ult up to a site and the other team would respect that and fall back 
is he would molly off, like, call it CT or whatever, um, to give his team time to follow his alt up and take that space um, w- without somebody just re-aggressing as his alt ends. Uh, and yeah. he, he, he used to do the same thing, specifically in Haven Seaside, of just, like, not really having a lineup per se, but using the, the audio circle um, to just chuck his molly CT. Um, yeah. And it, it it's a really useful for when you're ulting and the enemy team is respecting your ult. Yeah. Yeah, there are definitely, yeah, he, like, a couple of tips yeah. that, that are, are super useful that I found playing Phoenix. Uh, one of those is treating your ult as your life. So it's, like, use your fucking util. Yeah. Like, yeah. There's a, like, there's a lot of Phoenix players that use, like, just take their ult and run in and are like, oh, but it's my ult. Like, I don't want to, like, waste a flash or waste my wall on this. But it's like, no, I'm going yeah, to ult and yeah. use it, like, as if I'm using my actual life to go into sight. Like, wall mm-hmm. this off, molly off this angle, flash around the corner. And then, you know, my ult ends and I have one flash left and that's all my util. Like, that's fine. Hopefully I got some kills. And we have yeah. space on sight. Also, you took all the sight. Yeah. Like, if you burn all your utility in a Phoenix ult, like, you got a lot of space with that. Presumably. Yeah. Well, you, I hope so. you hope so, right? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I'm saying this like I fucking love Phoenix. I really don't. <laughs> uh, it kind of yeah. sucks, but uh, I mean, it is what it is. I'm I'm hoping to get better at it. I, it's like a it's a challenge. Yeah, uh, so far it doesn't sound like any of us are saying we're gonna start maining any of the agents no. we've been assigned. I, which Absolutely I didn't not. think I didn't think anyone would ever would get there, but yeah. I, yeah. I I I think it's interesting now that you're seeing the. Like, especially what you're talking about with the hot and cold, um, the being a duelist that, that Hunter and I have both <laughs> uh, <Yeah>. faced, <laughs> um, playing like, I, there's this one game that I was playing Jet in particular that stands out to me. Uh, and this was back during the chamber meta and somebody insta-locked chamber over me. Um, so it's like, well, we're on a set, guess I'm going Jet. And... I did not get a single kill in the entire first half of this game on attack. Oh, not no. Not one. Drew a goose egg. And the rest of my team was, like, being incredibly supportive. I'm like, dude, like, no, like, you're, like, it's all good, man. Like, you're, like, you're getting us sight. Like, you're smoking and you're dashing in. And sure, like, you're not getting any kills, but we're doing a good job of trading you off. You're being in good spots that we can you know, effectively trade you off mm-hmm. and then take the space, like, like, don't worry about it. Still feels like fucking shit when you end 12 rounds and have zero fucking kills. Um, yeah. And then, it wasn't pistol. Yeah, but that's the best case scenario that that can happen. Oh, of course. Of course. Um, I, I got no kills the entire first half, got no kills in pistol. I, I bought a Spectre round two after we won pistol on defense. And then, my first kill of the game ended up turning into an ace. Oh my goodness, <laughs> that's so half. cool. Yeah. So no kills for 13 rounds, ace. Yeah. 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 Um, Your big brother then, took over the PC. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I, I brought my scoreline back to being, it was still negative, but like, a respectable, with your team. Yeah, yeah, it was a respectable negative. Uh, but like, man, it feels like fucking dog shit. When you're playing a duelist on attack, and even if you're fucking doing your job, 
Like, if you don't have the numbers to back that up, it feels bad, man. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I was 1 in 14 in a game that I played with Liam yesterday. <laughs> that, that's insane. We but also I get lost the game 1 to 13. Mm. But... <laughs> what, did your one kill turn into a round win? Um, I don't know if it was on a winning round. Hmm. I think it was. On the I winning think, round? Okay. I think it was if on it the was, winning round. But, you really yeah. let your team down. Because if you had gotten kills in other rounds, you guys might have won those too. Yeah. <laughs> Cass is just heaping it on thick. Yeah, yeah. I, I was yeah. going to say, like, when you're talking about your team being, like, super supportive, even mm-hmm. though you had no kills, um, that's very rare. And what I find <laughs> yeah. is that, like, I have solo queued a little bit uh, a few times. And even, you know, when I'm, like, duo queuing, you know, there's just a bunch of fucking toxic people in Valorant, right? Mm-hmm. In any game. But. You know, as soon as someone's like, yo, Phoenix, like, what the fuck? You have, like, four kills, right? <laughs> Something like that. I'm boomed. Yeah. I'm done. <laughs> That's it for the game. Oh, like, no. I, and I wish it wasn't like that because <laughs> I don't, like, and I'm, I think, yeah. I'm trying to think the whole time, but then I'm, like, thinking about, like, how, hey, I can't let this affect me. Just play how I would. And then it fucking affects me, <laughs> like, in that way, right? <laughs> oh, no. Like, as soon yeah. As soon as somebody is, like, negative, I'm just like, fuck this person, and my play goes to absolute shit. It gets even worse. Uh, yeah, I guess that's the benefit of Hunter and I playing, you know, Sov and Cypher, respectively. Um, we don't run into that issue as much. I, don't know, I had one game where I was, like, fucking 1 in 10 on, on Cypher. Um, but you, people don't care as much because your util is there and could be doing things regardless. Yeah, one, right? one of the guys is like, all right, Cypher, it'd be nice if you hit a shot at some point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, it's, like, it's really funny, Chase, to hear you talking about that idea of, like, you know, continuing to get in fights and lose and be and it causing the tilt. Because I feel kind of the opposite, which is that I've had a couple bad games on Sova so far. And for me... I think it sucks when I start missing some shots. I start having a couple bad rounds and then I still have to play back and let my team take those fights and like just sit there stewing, not able to like redeem myself. Like I, when I'm not playing, when I'm playing a duelist, I actually do the best with recovering from tilt because I can keep trying different things and eventually find a way, eventually have a good round and then get my confidence back. Whereas if I'm not playing a duelist, then I'm just like pissed off sitting behind my team and just never really having enough opportunities to try things and find something that works. So I, I feel exactly the opposite that the more duels I have in a game, the better on average, the, the, the higher the floor of my performance will be. Whereas I could really just get in the wrong headspace if I'm not. Well, if I take 15 duels and I lose 14 of them, <laughs> well that's part of you learning Felix, uh, phoenix's utility i i believe in in a week or so that's never going to happen to you i think i don't I think know there are, there are times when a like, couple of those i don't know another part of like the whole tony saying like oh yeah like you're using your like your the phoenix well is like there are times when i'm like oh shit i use the phoenix utility like perfectly there mm-hmm. um but also i like i sometimes think that i'm doing the same thing and i like just get one tapped. Like, is what happens. But, over yeah. and over. Yeah, that, that's just a single true. Round. It's just I, over and over and over again. Well, that, that's the yeah, Phoenix that classic. And, like, you, you flash the fuck out of someone and they kill you anyway. Yeah. Because you have to follow yeah. up on your flash and they know exactly what angle you're peeking and you have to follow up fairly quickly. Which, like, now that they buffed it, you can actually wait a little bit. 
but like that's a phoenix classic of like oh dude, yeah i flashed him he was full flash he one tapped me anyway like, oh yeah yeah <laughs> what the fuck yeah that, that's just yeah that's gonna happen yeah i mean throw wall up flash through the wall then you get tapped through the wall Mm-hmm. Like, like, <laughs> like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, you were yeah. blind spraying because you thought I was gonna push through, but no, you just tapped me through the wall. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. anyway, right. just to be clear, I have had games exactly like you're saying where I have been unable to recover from tilt as a duelist, and then it just really sucks. Because I'm like, man, I'm a duelist, and I'm not. Yeah, I'm. I am just hyper competitive yeah. in all things. I want to be mm-hmm. the best at everything that I do. Yeah. And so then it just gets like really depressing when I'm not. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I, You're the best around. I feel like yeah, specifically by playing Jet, who can function as a well, number one on attack as a full dive, as in a I can go full neon and being like, yeah, my life doesn't matter. I'm just going in. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. and then I'm gonna pull crosshair so that the rest of my team can get the exactly. Um, yeah. And then also being like, well, on defense, I'm. I'm an off crutch. So like once we get to once we get to the defensive half, like I'll I'll save up, I'll bring out the off, and then like I'll I'll get some kills back on the board. Um it is very nice yeah. for that whole tilt factor thing of like it's like, oh well, you know what? Like I can I can bring this back. Um or like I, I, I can make something out of you just out check of out for offense because defense <laughs> yeah. you're gonna make exactly. it's like you know what <laughs> offense ain't it today like um yeah. just not hitting my shots um but yeah with phoenix that's 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 a lot harder it's like well i'm not like it's like yeah i kind of gotta be hit by rifle shots at a certain point here <laughs> yeah and just day to day sometimes like i just have a day where i'm playing super well yeah um I don't know, two days ago, I was, I just had a day where I was, I don't even remember who I was queuing with, but we queued like three games and like, I was just going off in all of them, you know, like plus fucking 35 every game. And they were like, you know, high, like pretty high ranking lobbies. Uh, yeah. Plus 35? Uh, not like that. That's an exaggeration, but you know, I was, oh, I was like, going oh, 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 like up. RR. RR. Oh, I was thinking you were going plus, plus 35, 35 like, KG. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking, like, dude, like... <laughs> it's 45 like, and 10 was... Yeah, yeah I was like, holy <laughs> fuck, Chase. Yeah. Yeah, was, yeah, 35 <laughs> and 1, man. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like... I don't know, just day-to-day. I think that, like, playing a character like Phoenix would make me want to tilt Q less. Because, because if I'm having a bad day and I'm not hitting my shots, I know I'm not going to be going anywhere with the next game. <laughs> like I like, there's been a couple di- days where I'm like, I'm off today, and then someone will hop on and be like, Hey, you want to queue a game? I'm like, Okay, sure. And then I suck at the next game too. And I'm like, I knew I was going to suck at this <laughs> game because I'm I'm not feeling it right now, right? Um. So like, I I don't know, but it, like as a as brim or sova i can go into that next game and think well i know my aim's not feeling it but at least i can do this and this and maybe like maybe there is something i can do on phoenix that will get me there or like still be able to provide utility for my team without uh 
without having my aim on point, but I just haven't figured that out yet. Yeah, I'm, I'm hopeful that as you learn more about the kit, you know, you'll just be more comfortable with it to the point where you'll have more options at your fingertips to be able to change things up if they're not working. Yeah. Um, I will say it is fun running it down. Like, Oh, yeah. Especially yeah, with the old. Phoenix old is so fun. Yeah, yeah, the Phoenix old is great. I was saying earlier, mm-hmm. like, it's nice having an old that, like, I'm not saving for, like, a post plant that we may or may not get into. Right, you know, so right. Like, there are like many times where I just never like I have my ult for like five, six rounds, and I just never use it because I never have the chance to in like playing Brim or Soba. Yeah. Um. But Phoenix is like I have the ult. I'm popping it now. Right. Like there's, Come on, there's no go. waiting. There's no waiting. Yeah. It's like I if I didn't pop it now, I'm popping it off the rip next round. Yeah. There's. Yeah. The, like that, that's something that's really been frustrating me about playing uh, the off on Cipher is there's there's a range to his ult. Yeah. So it's like, I'll get the opening pick on someone. But I can't fucking walk on to C-Site to drop my alt here. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, and it's yeah. like, ah, fuck, I'm holding on to my alt. Like, I don't get to use it. This is kind of annoying. Whereas on Jet and, and Chamber, it's just like, well, the next time that I have to buy a gun, I just won't. And I'll buy somebody else on the team or save my money or whatever. Um... But I, I, I was going somewhere when, when you were talking about, like, the, the whole, like, um, what is it, like, tote killing and not, not, not feeling it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I feel like I've run into that maybe more so than, than either of you two. When, like, I'm just like, you know what, like, uh, I'm done. Like, yeah. it's just like, I, like, I, I can't do what it is that I need to do right now on the role that I'm yeah. playing. Um, and yeah, it's just like, I, I, I just get to the point where it's like, and I feel like kind of ironically, this happens to me the most after I have a pop-off game. Interesting. Interesting. Um, yeah. Is I'm just like, you know what? Like I am too mentally out of it to be able to, to go in and click heads right now. Um, it just like, I, and like that, like if you're playing a duelist, that's, that's to a certain extent what your what your role is. Um, and so, yeah, I, like I I feel like I've definitely hit that more so than either of you two, in, in terms of just being like, you know what, like like that that's enough for me. Um, well, yeah, like you'll have a pop off game and be like, oh, like you know, I'm gonna end it on that because I don't think I can do what I need to in this next game. Yeah, well, it's just yeah, like, I, I will say I feel like of of us three. What happens the most off, more often with Cass than either of us is like, you know, oftentimes one of us will want to go to bed or want to be done with Valorant and the others, the other two will talk them into it. Mm. And I feel like <laughs> with Cass more than either of us too, if we talk Cass into playing when he says he doesn't really feel it, he'll have a terrible game. Like, yeah. I feel like there's a chance of that happening is much higher with Cass. <laughs> yeah. I There's get that too. Be like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have talked Cass into this. Because he's mentally yeah. already not playing Valorant. right like as soon as you decide hey i think i'm gonna be off after this game you're going you're getting off after that game i find like i don't know if it's the same feeling that i have but i have i do the same thing with skiing is when i think yeah hey you know i think this next one's going to be my second to last lap 
mm-hmm. which is what we say instead of last lap because you never call last lap. Yeah. Um, you get hurt on your last lap. You always get hurt on your last lap. So you never have one. You won't get hurt. But, you know, I, I'll say that. And then, like, yeah, if I if someone else is like, hey, like, let's let's do another one. I will just be like, no. Like, like I'm done. That, that's it. Right. Um, I'm, I'm mentally out of it. I've already decided. And now, now I can't undecide that or I'm going to, like, go out. I'm not going to have a good lap. I'm not going to ski well. I'm like, maybe I'm going to get hurt. That's that's like the the thing. So, like, I could see the same thing with Valorant of, like, you know, I've decided, okay, well, this will be my last one for the night. Oh, like, you guys are staying on. Uh, I'm, like, I'm I'm done. I'm already out. Yeah. But that being said, that's true of cast playing Chamber and Jet. I think as Cypher, with more guaranteed value and less needing to take duels for stuff, I don't think that's going to be true this act. I don't think that's going to be but, as much of a thing. That is also what I was saying about, like, yeah, as yeah. as a non-duelist, like, right. even when you're not playing well, you can still have a lot of value. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're not shooting well, you can, mm-hmm. like, still, you still know the right things to do in the right situations. You might, you're just not getting the kills. Yeah. But, like, you're still stalling. You're still, you know, throwing the right smokes, getting trips. Maybe somebody out, maybe, like, you know, the fucking outline in the kill trip goes up. And I can't even shoot that. You know, like, I'm just, I'm whiffing on the fucking, like, <laughs> yeah. red outline Going through outline, a cage. Yeah. But, you know, homie's behind me. He's going to get the kill instead. So, great. Mm-hmm. You know, like, someone got the Someone's kill. got the Odin. He's ready to go. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, two, two very quick things before we close this off. Uh, the first is, do we feel like, and Hunter probably has the best sense of this, um... But do we feel like each of us, respectively, are are learning the skills that we tried to instill in each other with these agent picks? Mm. Or is this challenge too much in its infancy for that to have reared its head? I think infancy. Like, I still think at at this point, like, there's no change that I would make to my... um, to my brimstone play. No, no, I'm not I, saying I'm not saying change. But no, but that's the play. but that's the whole thing, right? It's like we're, we're saying like, oh, we want to kind of we we want these people to get better at this one aspect of their play, so we're making them you know play this agent. Yeah. But right now, I'm saying I wouldn't play brimstone any different. Oh, oh, I'm not saying would you play brimstone any different? I, at least for you in particular, I just wanted you to take gunfights. But in turn, that's supposed to make me play Brimstone differently and be more willing to get into a gunfight if that's necessary. Well, yeah, okay. not all the time, but Maybe, sometimes. But like, I, I, I yeah, guess sometimes. what I just, I, I guess what I just wanted out of your Brimstone is you're more proficient in gunfights because you've had the experience of getting into all of them on Phoenix. More right, so, than, no, I disagree. Yeah, I, th- I think yeah. I also disagree because there's, it's not me getting better at gunfights. I think that on Brimstone, I have like just as many pop off. Like my aim is feeling fucking crispy games. That's yeah. not what it's about. Yeah, I, I think there are times when, yeah, I, the biggest thing with me is that, why I'm excited about Chase playing Phoenix is that I think there are situations where if you look at, you know, me in the situation, I could either push or not push and be aggressive or play passive. And I play aggressive more often than I should, but then, you know, t- sometimes do better than, you know, you would expect. And then Chase, uh, on the other hand, will play more passive 
then perhaps you should sometimes. And then also, you know, have some very impressive success with that still. So, like, I think with both of us, it's going in the opposite directions of learning to do the other thing more. In yeah, terms that's of what, that's what, what I got thing. out of yeah. why you guys put me on, on the Phoenix. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah Cass, Cass is kind of capping what I was with, saying with Chase my, can't yeah. take duels well thing. Like, Chase has very good aim. When it comes to, like, a raw yeah, aim okay. duel. No, but it, okay. I think Chase I mean, is the most consistent of us three. It's less right. about, it, for me, it was less about the skill in regards to Chase, and it was more about the 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 confidence and the desire which i i, I guess okay. is i guess is that's, that's, that's kind of coming into what i was saying yeah I, I guess is kind of what chase was also saying is in like he wouldn't change any of his brimstone play yet um mm-hmm. in terms of the the desire to take this fight being like hey like sure this is a 50 50 but i'm feeling it yeah. I mean, one of the um, biggest things is, Chase, what you can realize, I don't know how much this is going to resonate with you, but like, now that you've played with Phoenix with Phoenix Alt, you can think about it pretty similarly to Brim once you've dropped all three smokes. It's like, you know, <laughs> I don't really have that much utility I'm sitting on anymore. Let's go yeah, ahead. I, I very rarely do that, though, and that, that's yeah. not, <laughs> on purpose. <laughs> yeah. Um. No, I meant it more from like each other's perspective. How do we feel like they're 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 learning what it is that we're trying to instill on in them? I think when you say each like, other, do you really. mean do you? I are mean, you I mean, about... your opinion on whether Chase is learning what we we've, we've oh. been trying to get him to oh. learn. Your opinion on whether I'm learning what you wanted me to learn, and and vice versa. Not do I feel like I've learned Dick? Because all I've learned so far is yeah. fucking put up cipher traps and op anyway. <laughs> I was gonna say that. It's it's a uh, difficult for me because I was looking back at this at the tracker from our the game that we played just before this podcast that went into overtime, and I had the least deaths of anyone on our team, which is incredibly rare for me when I'm not on mm-hmm. Sova. And as a result of that, I haven't got to spectate Chase like at all. Like I don't think I ever spectated Chase that game because I was alive <laughs> and he was dead. He would you know he would be aggressive and die. So like I don't feel like I have a great sense of how Chase is Phoenix is just because I don't get to see it at all. Yeah, I think uh, I think this is a thing that you need to come back in like two three weeks and yeah. we can uh, recap how how we're actually feeling about each other's play when we've played more. But right now it's kind of useless to talk about yeah. because like I've played two games with you, Cass, and it was right before the podcast. Right. Okay, so fair enough. Um, Gecko. Uh, I mm. I'm a, I'm assuming none of us have played Gecko because that would be a breach of a, a breach. breach of contract. Well, um, I mean, I will say I have not. However, t- Tony asked Chase earlier if we could play other agents in Swift play, to which Chase said yes, or it was Cass, I forget who. I said, you know, I said yeah, fuck Swift play. It doesn't yeah, matter. so I could play Gecko in Swift play, which I might do at some point. I haven't done it yet. Okay. I would probably still play Phoenix and Swift play personally, but that's just because I would be wanting the practice on Phoenix. Yeah. And like, that's a personal thing. And I don't expect either of you to like hold to that. If you're playing a Swift play, it's like, fuck it. Oh dude, yeah. I'm hundred percent playing chat in Swift play. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> this is the only reason Gas is logging in every, every day. <laughs> um, okay. So I, I, I assume some of you guys have, played against the gecko i know we played at least one we, earlier we played today. a lot i've played a lot against gecko and i've had one game with a gecko on my team actually two games two games with the gecko on my team one good gecko one fucking terrible gecko okay um, um the terrible gecko 
refuse to be Spike Bitch. And I'm like, that is literally your agent's job. What yeah, what the know. heck? I don't know about that one. He has he has the wingman cast. Yeah. Yeah, but like I feel like wingman's wingman's default purpose and not his right click purpose is just way better. I th- I think the oh that is I could not disagree more. Yeah, I couldn't disagree more either. I, I don't like, think his boombot concussion is very strong at all. I think it is strong. I think yes, it is good, and I've been I've died to it multiple times. Like I think that it. It is a good ability, but it is not better than the plant ability. If used properly. Okay. Consistent value, maybe. Yeah. And value if you don't have team coordination. Probably. But if you do have the team coordination and you have the like the thought that actually goes into the round. The reason why I'm saying this is the other game that I played where our gecko was really was like really good. He wasn't really good at the agent itself. Um, he, he just like he was fucking IGLing for us. Oh, cool! And it was uh, a game on Pearl where we fucking stomped the other team, which is very rare on Pearl for me. And me being on a Phoenix, him on the gecko, and we had another player on an Astra. We would hit A, get the like I would wall up get the gecko to plant for us on default and then we would play in a main with uh like phoenix molly gecko molly after stars and we won every round wow it was it was not like they couldn't do anything about it it was so good and we never had to take any space on site other than the first right side angle mhm yeah That's but is cool. that not something that somebody could have gone up and planted themselves? Well, then they make themselves vulnerable to being killed, and they can't also hold for flank or sight. Especially with the uh, with using my Phoenix Wall to get in. The Phoenix Wall doesn't last very long. Yeah. And so you can use the Phoenix Wall to get in. You can't use it to get out. And that's a really good thing about uh, the Wingman, is that he only needs to get in. Yeah, it's a one-way trip for Mr. Wingman. He doesn't need to get out at all. We Like, as soon as the the spike was planted we had zero space on site for the rest of the round like we were smoked off mollied off flash people would try to push us but we have four or five people still back like to hold those pushes and then just throw post plant util i know obviously the the gecko in that icebox game that we played right before the pod here like dude dude gift wrapping spike in a fucking lap to me multiple times yeah Yeah, that was that's playing poorly and not playing with team utility because like the only reason that that really worked for us is because we had the coordination to be like okay astra smoke here i wall up here gecko you you plant like at this point like it was very coordinated Mm -hmm. yeah i I just pulled up the stats and yeah that that uh gecko was a bronze three so like you know he's not top tier with his strats I don't know. I think I Wasn't think the, the gecko Viper is like good. A, also, bronze three and dumb dust. Viper was a silver one, hmm. and like, and had a perfect tracker score. So yeah, probably not a silver one. Quote unquote. <laughs> yeah, thirty-one and twelve as a silver one <laughs> against uh, golds. Yeah. But yeah, I I think it's so funny how um I mean, 
I guess lately I've been playing a bunch of games with Oliver, and he, he still has the mindset of dodging flashes. Right. And so the gecko flash comes up, and I just see him turn away. And I'm like, mm. it doesn't work. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'd say the, the flash is the most underwhelming aspect of his kit to me. Uh, yeah. Post him being released and actually seeing him in game. Mm-hmm. Um, the flash can be situationally useful, but I think it often doesn't get value out of it. It's just very easy to shoot. Um, it just doesn't go as far as I kind of thought it would. Like mm. the physical distance thrown. Obviously, it, it can shoot really far, but like it it doesn't go super far. And if you're far enough away from that angle and you get flash, like the flash lasts no time. Mm-hmm. It's a really really short flash. Yeah. Um. So you could just easily wait it out if you're far enough from the angle. It's not like they can rush you down in that amount of time. Yeah, I thought it'd be a lot more like a, a fade haunt. Um, yeah, and so you kind of like go out a little, like, yeah. What are you yeah, saying? Like I, well, I'm, I was thinking it'd be a lot more like a fade haunt where you can throw it into obnoxious areas and you have to address it or you're going to get flashed. Um, but it doesn't seem like you can throw it as far as I thought. And so, what what I really see the value in this flash is is for defaulting. Um, when you're going to methodically take space around the map, and you can just get you can just get him back, right? Um, so well, if like you're you, maybe not defaulting, but like slow, uh, like a slow push up with like one or two of you. Yeah, yeah, sorry, that's what I meant. Yeah. I don't mean, like, a true, or, like, I, I don't even yeah. know if this is the right term, but, like, not that all five of you guys are playing different avenues. Um, but like, in the context of, like, hey, like, we're, we're going to use this to take a main. Map doesn't really matter. Um, let's get a main. I'm going to take this back, and then maybe we're going to stay here, maybe we're not going to stay here. Like, yeah. I've also heard the idea uh, being thrown around on Reddit of, like, baiting your own utility in terms of not picking it back up. And so the team's thought that you've left. Kind of kind oh. of deal. It's like, so they re-aggress, they see that you've left the utility there. And it's like, oh, well, like, they haven't pushed up this far. Um, Like, there's no one here. We're good to go. And then people start, like, stomping around and running knife out. Um, mm-hmm. And then, I know we haven't really gotten to this yet, but uh, his his alt. I've seen his alt been comboed with um, either neon slash breach stuns and or just any flash. Yeah. And, like, you're fucked. Like, oh, if, yeah. <clears throat> if you treat his alt as in somebody is... Not as a piece of utility the way you would a sky dog, but as in like, hey, like, I'm trying to entry here. Like, can you flash me in? And then his uh, his ult goes in the land sharker. I don't know what it's called. Um, Crash. But like, I- I've seen people get insane value out of that on just you know clips being circulated on Reddit and whatnot. Yeah. Um, in terms of treating that like an actual person entering instead of treating it the same way you would have, like, a Skydog or a Sofatron. Unless yeah. you're just trying to follow mm-hmm. it up. 
Yeah, the Thrash has a larger AoE than I expected it to as well. And it jumps um, really far once you, like, trigger the jump. Oh, it does jump really far. Yeah. So, it's really a split-up tool. Right? Like, as soon as people realize, like, oh, shit, like, this is, like, how big the area is um, of, like, the yeah. cane, then people are going to realize as soon as that's popped, everyone has to disperse. Like, you are not like a razor. You're not allowed to yeah. play next to anybody else. Same with, yeah, like, exactly like a razor. It's like, do not clump up because this could kill all of us. Yeah. Right? Um, and it's better if one of us dies than fucking three of us. So I think it's going to be really, like, it's really nice for that. The ult is good. Yeah. I haven't really seen it been used multiple times in a round. Um, as people were saying, oh, like, that's so broken that you can use it multiple times, like, if you pick it back up. I really only ever see it used once, and then the kill's gotten, and then, you, like, that's it. Wait, do you not get... Yeah. I thought you got two charges by default. No, no, you, get, you, you get have to go charge. pick up the orb. You have to go pick up the orb, the original yeah. one? Yeah, and oh, then you okay. get a second charge. You can't pick it up a second. Got it, like okay. I, I, I thought you got two charges by just popping it. No. Yeah, in my in the games that I've played against Gecko so far, the Gecko has not had great team coordination with their other people like there have been set there have been a several times that either i've been detained or someone else has been detained and if a teammate had swung they would have had a free kill but they just didn't swing in time because the thrash got out too far ahead of everyone else and or the teammate didn't realize what was going on so i, I think people are really in the learning phases of figuring out how how to play around his utility yeah yeah i've been, I've sides, been detained yeah. by it yeah yeah um, like i've seen a lot of times where me or my teammate has been detained and then not killed which, like, it realistically, if it shouldn't happen as much as it's been mm. happening to me. I mean, I thought it would happen a lot more, um, which is why I was thinking it was kind of like a meh ult. It's it, it still, it's not, like, insane. Um, because especially if you are, like, spread out a little bit, if you're spread out just enough that someone can come cover you and you're, yeah. like, you're, you're able to, like, be behind an angle that someone would have to peek then, like, it's fair that nobody peeks you there and you're able to, like, get undetained because, you know, they're like, oh, well, somebody else could just be holding this angle. Like, it's not only the person that got detained that's there. Yeah, but, like, it... Like, you still can't do dick for... Oh, how long is it? It's not Killjoy alt length. It's six no. seconds versus Killjoy's eight. Yeah, okay. Um... That's still a fair amount of time in which you can't do anything. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, it's definitely it's it's definitely really good, but I'm saying that you use that as more of like a space taking thing because yeah. someone has to be someone's detained and then someone else is holding the angle in which the person that is detained is in. Mm -hmm. So that's two bodies off of sight. Right? Like and and that's a really good value of out of that situation. Yeah. I don't know, I like I I think the ult is very appropriately strengthed and very appropriately costed. Costed? Like, yeah, like I or priced. Yeah, priced. Like I feel like if we're looking at this, you said like, that like so distinctly. I was like, really? You went with costed there? I don't know, man. But like, I feel like if we're looking at like a a, a six cost ult, yeah, it, it'd be really fucking good. Um. And then if you were to compare it to, like, an 8-cost alt, I feel like, well, well, like, this isn't, you know, like, this doesn't have as yeah. much oomph. Yeah. 
Um, and I think we're at the point kind of in this game where, like, it's kind of rare that there's an alt that's like, wow, like, this is this is good value, um, like, alt point-wise. I think Phoenix is definitely still in that category. Um, I don't know if anybody else is. I mean, to be honest, from our games earlier today, I feel like Cypher kind of is at this point. Six points for, you know, being able to get the ult out now, which was a problem before because of the time restriction. And the fact that it double pings, that's a pretty good ult for being six ult points. Yeah. Phoenix. But is that just the only six cost ult outside of Phoenix? Phoenix Cypher? Yeah. Um, is, is, Are there is any a- others? Is Astra seven? I don't know about Astra. I I don't see Astras in my game. Huh? Are there really only two six calls? I think it might be calls? just the two of them. Um. Oh, Reina. Reina is also a six call stall. Oh, okay. Okay. But I yeah. don't think anyone's saying that Reina's ult is broken. <laughs> well, Reina ult is scary, depending only depending on who's piloting Reina. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 If, it, if it's the Smurf on the other team, then it's very scary. It always is the Smurf on the other team, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> true. Yeah. Like, it, Reyna has just become this agent that is the Smurf. But you, you, you say that as if, as if it's There are new, plenty I mean. of games that aren't that, and it is cherry-picking to say that, because there yeah. are plenty of games where the Reyna is mid-to-bottom frag on the other team. And you're like, wow, that's a shitty Reyna. But it's only because you only think they're a really shitty Reyna because... Uh, you're comparing them against yeah. the obvious Smurf who always plays Reyna. Yeah, it's it's interesting because on the one hand, like where my head first went when you said that is that when Smurfing first became an actual issue, like in like winter of 2020, uh, that like at that point, well, don't date me, here, dude. What? Don't don't date me here. So was it was it? Let's not throw out dates. <laughs> Well, what I was what I was going where I was going with that is that like the Smurf agent was Reyna because Jet wasn't quite as popular at that point and uh, Chamber didn't exist uh, and, and several other agents as well who a Smurf might play uh, and and I feel like now the reason why Reyna still has the reputation is that even though there are other agents a Smurf might choose like Reyna has been very firmly pushed completely out of the meta. So, like, if you are picking Reyna, it's because you feel like you're going to pop off. And, like, you know, the biggest way to know you're going to pop off is if you're smurfing. Yeah, that's that's really true. Yeah. Because yeah, no one, like, I mean, people are still picking Reyna because they think she's fun. But, like, right. it is, like, less common to be like, yeah, I think Reyna's a really good pick on this map. Yes. Yeah. Right? Like, it's not like a Viper pick where you're like, oh, yeah, Viper works really well. Um on, on this map, we're going to play it for the comp. You're playing Reyna because you're going to get a yeah. lot of kills. No one says, oh, I sure hope we get a Reyna on our team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, what are you talking about? Dude, I hope we get a Reyna on our team every game we get it. Yeah. I hope we have what? a smurfing Reyna on our yeah, team every yeah. time. I hope I'm getting smurfed. the agent, not <laughs> yeah. who's piloting the agent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, also, also, like you were saying, uh, I, I think that oftentimes, at least when we're playing with smurfs, um, which happens, uh, but 
uh actually less yeah. less frequently because our friends have been playing on their mains more frequently but well we've been five stacking which allows them yeah to, yeah. In, yeah in our five stacks like even people are just like on their mains which is yeah which is nice because then there's someone at least equivalent on the other team and you feel like more a significant win when you actually win that oh, game. Yeah. oh yeah um but you know oftentimes the smurf fills at least in our games and maybe that's just because Cass is taking duelist no matter what. Whoa, whoa, whoa what are you talking about? I, You're I'm just taking Jack. Cipher. Yeah. <laughs> well, if if we talk about what we were doing right before the act, this current act started, you know, Cass would usually insta lock Jet, or as Cass likes to say, "Oh, I don't insta lock. I just hover Jet and refuse to go anyone else." Anyway, so to yeah. make to make sure I'm being accurate there, Cass yeah. <laughs> hovering Jet and claiming Jet. And then, you know, I could go duelist as well in many cases, or I would like to, and to be for a double duelist setup, but I would much prefer for Alex, our diamond player, to be the second duelist, and then I would fill. I've I've been trying to do that more often because, you know, I, I hate the pressure of having to, you know, frag out as a duelist in a big lobby like that, which is what Cass, I mean, what Chase is experiencing right now as Phoenix. Uh, yeah. It's nice to be able to let the, the star player be the star player. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. But then, yeah, because because all the like lower ranked people like ha- kind of have a role that they're going to do the best on. Like, I think it's yeah. fairly common, at least for a, a a nice Smurf, to uh to then be like, you guys pick what you want, and I'll just fill because I'm going to do well no matter fucking what. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I'll pl- I'll play right. fucking Sage here. I'll play whatever, and I'm just I'm going to pop off. So whatever. Um, I I would definitely recommend you guys all try out uh, Arena and like a Swift play, or whatever. Um, Randa's fucking fun, dude. <laughs> My brain yeah, does not remember dismiss. that before this last act that I played Reyna on Icebox. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I know that you played Reyna. Like, I, I do play Reyna on occasion. Yeah, I know Reyna is fun. I mean, yeah. for Chase, because, like, yeah, the, didn't put him on Reyna. Like, grabbing the orb, and it feels so good. Yeah, to get a kill and dismiss as Reyna. I've played some Reyna in not comp. What do, you, what do you mean your brain doesn't dismiss? My my brain doesn't dismiss. I always hit heal. And Is maybe it... it's not a heal. I always hit the opposite of what I want to do. <laughs> you get, like you gotta my be brain one of the doesn't... who binds dismiss I... to your left click. <laughs> so no, you don't I'm have saying, to I need I need to bind them to my mouse so that there's like a bigger yeah. differentiation because for some reason there's no differentiation between like Q and E. Wait, do you not have Q and E bound to your mouse? No. I don't have any abilities on my what? I, I didn't realize this. Holy Excuse heck. Me? You got like fucking eight buttons no on your mouse. Yeah, yeah. I have, because I have Okay, voice besides comms on inspect, my mouse. what else do you fucking have on your mouse? I have inspect and voice comms. That's it? Oh, uh, I have ping. No way. Okay, ping I'll give you. Voice comms with the I will say, like I've said this I'll give you. in the past, but put ping on your scroll wheel click oh yeah no ping on the scroll wheel click is great ping yeah. on your scroll wheel click that. is like like the best thing i've ever done for communication in game yeah i i have to do that i haven't done that yet yeah it's like, just it's so nice to just point my mouse and then click the fucking scroll wheel to ping somewhere and like not think about oh i have to hit z yeah. here or whatever like what, what what the fuck are your forward and back buttons on your mouse being used for Oh, nothing. They don't get used. E&Q! Oh Motherfucker, dude! Like, Whoa. what? I, I didn't know this. Yeah. What they, the I mean, they're technically DPI shifters. 
but, I never changed yeah. my DPI. Okay, I, I will say it might be time. It might be an agent thing that when you're brim, you're very often not using your utility while you're in a duel. Whereas with Phoenix, you might be like moving to cover to flash and then repeak. And yeah, no, I, I was feel definitely like... thinking like if I played Reyna, like if you guys yeah. were putting me on Reyna, I would definitely have bound stuff by mouse. And same with Jet, I would want dash on my mouse, of course. But I'm thinking with Phoenix, like I don't yeah. know what I want to put on my mouse. Like, do I put fucking Molly on my mouse? How does that really help? I feel like, me? F- I feel like Flash would be the thing to have on your. Yeah, your you mouse. put Flash on your mouse, Hundo. Well, yeah. Phoenix doesn't have any quick casts, so I guess yeah. I'm so like, there's no quick relevant. cast stuff. So I'm saying it's it's like it, it is less re- relevant. So if Phoenix is not like required. But, but like, yeah, I, I just, just do it I to just, try yeah. it out. But like, yeah, I just feel like you? I love having all of my abilities on my mouse for the simple reason that like my movement is not impaired at all when I'm using my abilities because I just keep my fingers on WASD. And like, that's obviously much more relevant in the case of mm-hmm. the faster your utility comes out and the more aggressive it is. Like it's most relevant on neon of any agent I play. Yeah. Any, any like agent with quick cast makes a lot of sense, but like I always have to pull out my utility and then cast it as Phoenix even. So yeah. Now that you're talking about that, I might, I might actually put, Smoke as jet on middle mouse button. Hmm. Because I have E and Q. Well, I've got E and Q bound. Um. But I don't see an X on your keyboard, which is so weird. Yeah, which X is X is fine. Um. Like X and C, I feel like it's really awkward to press X and C on the keyboard. Maybe it comes down to a different no, unless I'm jumping, no, because I use um, I use my thumb for C. What? Oh my god, that's crazy! That is insane. What? Wait, wait, what I def- the heck? I definitely use my pointer because it goes right down from D. Yeah. yeah, the fact that you move your thumb up and curve it without pressing space. Yeah, wait, wow, curve it. Weird. No, no, dude, dude, like, I I tilt my keyboard, man. We've talked about our hand positions; it. they're all yeah. very different. Well, I know, so. but like the fact that you don't you know, reaching over the, the space bar there with your thumb, it's it's very weird. Okay. I now that I'm thinking about it in game, I use I use my pointer finger for, for smoke. Oh okay. Half okay. the time. And then I, I still smoke half the time with um uh with my thumb based on how safe it is for me to be holding C with my, my pointer finger. But then X X, I definitely hit with uh, my middle finger. Um, but I, I usually alt pre-round, and then I have my alt until I don't have my alt. Yeah, like, that makes sense. Like, you don't really need X on your mouse. Jet specifically, if I'm also popping, I can see the argument. Yeah, it was like, being yeah. able to quick pop them, but yeah. you can also do that with X, like... Oh no! I mean, like I've I've pre popped knives, and I'm just swapping between mm. holding long angle and holding closer angle. I and see. Therefore, I, see, yeah. I either like I have both alt and op, and I want to be switching between them at a moment's notice. And at yeah. that point, it's a bit annoying on X, and I'll give you that. But like, yeah, no, no, like I, 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 I like my mouse, and I like its simplicity. But I might every buy once gun in a while. Too. Sorry, what? Like secondary. Oh, bind that to Q. 
Unbind Q. Put your pistol on two. Hey, uh, sorry. Fuck. English hard. No, I'm saying I might bind it to my mouse. That seems like a useful. I'm, you know, just learning this about Chase about not having any of the abilities on his mouse is making me think. I wonder how much you know people do things that I would find appalling. So go ahead and in the Discord, let us know what your weirdest key bind things are, or just you know what you do in general, and we can decide if it's weird or not. The scroll. Wheel I'm jump. curious. I mean, the scroll wheel jump is just an extremely cringe CS thing. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, but like that's not that's not weird. That's just no. Like, it's just kind of fun though. It's just lame. <laughs> that's all. Um, that's all it is. No, but also yeah. like, it, greatest decision ever. And like, I ended up doing this because I picked up a bad habit from playing chamber. Yeah. Of, oh fuck! Hit Q, pull headhunter out. Um, to me being like not playing chamber, being like. Ah, fuck, hit Q. And then as Jet, I updraft. (laughs) I unbound Q from my keyboard. I can only updraft on my mouse now. And I put my pistol on Q. Um, Yeah, I I definitely would not do that because there's so much other utility that I use Q for. Right. Uh, But it's also somewhat reminiscent from my, my CS days in which you could... Which I still don't have previous weapon bound on Q. I've been debating doing it. Um, but back in CSQ is previous weapon. And so as an opper, you would QQ. Um, as in, you take an op shot, you hit Q, it swaps to your knife, you hit Q again, it brings your op back out. And the you cycle can't time, the bolt cycling, yeah. Yeah, the cycle time was better on pulling the op back out instead of cycling the bolt. I hope that's one of the things that they change with the with the new engine. I feel like I don't mind that either way, because even in Valorant, in which Valorant specifically set the times, at least yeah. not on Chamber Alt, but on like the regular op to be equivalent yeah. between Bolt Cycle and Knife Re-Equip, um, I still prefer to bring my knife out. Like, I got that added movement bonus if I want to move. Yeah. It's, there's, my screen has more clarity than me cycling the bolt like i would do it anyway unless unless there's a significant time advantage to not doing it yeah i can i can think of only one like animation cancel in valorant that actually saves you time and it's still pretty niche which is that if you're well that's yeah, I guess, I guess that that doesn't necessarily save you time, except for save when you reload. So that's not what I was thinking of, but that mm-hmm. is true. Both Bucky and Marshall, if you didn't know, if you mash reload immediately after taking a, a shot, the amount of time it takes to, for you to put that one bullet or shell in is the exact same amount of time that you would normally spend between shots anyway. So it's a time a neutral thing. Um, but what I was thinking of is if you're if you're breaking a sage wall with your knife. It is the it is faster to right click, unequip, reequip knife, right click again than it is to use any other method to break the wall. It's kind of awkward to do. So, like personally, I'm not sure if it's the <clears throat> fastest for me, but that that is the fastest way to do it. Interesting. I didn't know that that was an animation you could cancel. I, yeah, I knew that one. It's awkward though. It's very awkward. Yeah. Um. Even with even with scroll wheel, it's fucking awkward. Yeah, that's... I don't know. Anybody got any uh, closing remarks to this guy? It was a very rambly podcast, but... uh, I feel like we had a lot of good topics, though. I'm just, just, you know, enjoying the ride of this new, new challenge, for sure. Yeah, me too.
Get me yeah. off this fucking train. Gas <laughs> <laughs> is bailing early. We'll drink with you later. <laughs> <laughs>